Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode three of All That JoJo Knows, where we discuss relationships, trendy topics, societal issues, and pretty much anything that we can possibly get our hands on. Alrighty, guys, so like in this particular episode, I kind of wanted to go off the radar and kind of have some quote-unquote fun, or at least that's what I like to call it, where we'll be discussing some sayings or expressions that we often see on social media or on TV, or we just simply hear from other people, but we completely take it out of context. So we're going to solve those issues and kind of put these rumors to rest and figure out what these things actually truly mean. Alrighty guys, so the first expression that I find to be absolutely infuriating only because people don't know how to use it in its correct context is the term okay boomer. So a lot of you know what okay boomer means, a lot of you don't know what it means, so you just simply don't use it, but then there's a handful of you guys that absolutely use it and literally beat it down until it has no breath in its body. And it's very embarrassing because you don't know what it means. But let me give you some historical background. So boomers were people that were born between 1946 and 1964 during the post-World War II baby boom. And pretty much what the baby boom was, um, after the war, a lot of people just had a bunch of babies. So there was like a big increase and a spike in like birth rates. And pretty much how this term actually came about. So in November 2019, there was an old man and he was like complaining about like basically this quote unquote younger generation, aka millennials, aka generation Z, and how that we needed to grow up and like become adults and whatnot. He referred to us as having like people Peter Pan syndrome because get it like Peter Pan he didn't want to grow up so he stayed on the island he stayed in Neverland that's besides the point so after that came about some TikToker was like okay boomer he was old born between 1946 1964 so they thought it'd be funny to kind of implement that in there so I guess they didn't suspect okay boomer would go viral and it did so ever since 2019 everyone started using okay boomer but like being used for things that completely did not make sense like if there was drama or like issues even if it was like a dispute between one millennial against another millennial, people will still say, okay, boomer, and it made no sense. So I'm just like, you know, if you're going to utilize these words and statements and expressions, know where they came from, know the historical background and why you're saying it, and don't just say it just to hop on the bandwagon. Because one of these days, you're going to find somebody who knows exactly what that particular thing is, and you're going to get that secondhand embarrassment because you're going to be like, ah, damn, I didn't know what that meant. They knew what that meant, and now I sound like a complete idiot <laughs> and that's not the case but with a little research literally you can clean all that up Alrighty, guys so this next expression I say all the time for obvious reasons I mean I'm black and pretty much any black person will automatically catch on to this statement at least I hope but the term chow anyways which is literally spelled c-h-i-l-e which translates to the term child if you want to be politically correct so the term child anyways is actually an african-american vernacular it's like a black colloquialism so it's something that like black people kind of formulated and it's it's kind of our little thing it's kind of something we hold into our pockets with our other african-american terminologies that we only understand or other non-pocs aren't really able to say or express because obviously that creates some sort of dispute there but aside from that so child anyways pretty much means like okay moving on to the next like topic next discussion because what you're saying is absolutely irrelevant to the real issue and you're going sideways so when people say chow anyways it's not chile like the country it's not chili pepper <laughs> because i know people will get misconstrued with, like when it comes to the spelling and whatnot but i can assure you it's just chow anyways which is also aka child anyways like moving on Alrighty guys, now this term in particular does not marginalize 
or give anyone the exception. Like we are all guilty of saying this thing, especially in fandoms. Like if you don't know what a fandom is, it's like, you know, when you meet up with a bunch of people and y'all like like the same show or movie and like people often use this, or even if you're not in a fan base, like on the internet, it's just very common and it's actually often praised, but I promise you it has a negative connotation. And once I tell you what it's really about, you're probably gonna refrain from using this or maybe you will like limit your usage of this word, which by the way, I completely understand because I no longer like say this. So let's get into it. Um, So the word stan. So, you know, you're scrolling through Instagram. Let's say someone makes a cool edit or cool, you know, they're like into photography and like you're a big fan of them. And so you're like, oh my gosh, I stan your work. Because again, in everyone's mind, they think stan means super fan because, you know, fan super put that together. Well, wrong. Stan really means stalker fan. Yep, you, you heard it right, stalker fan. So let me tell you where it's derived by. So it came from Eminem's 2000 song called Stan. He says, and I quote, you got some issues, Stan. And so it's funny because Stan is an actual name. So like he made it have double meaning, which by the way, I thought was very clever of him. However, when you really get what he's trying to say, it's basically a song about super fans and how like, you know, people need to stop like trying to ask him for autographs and trying to take pictures of him and try to follow him. That's what the song is about. And so when people are going around saying, oh, I stand them, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan, I stand them, you're saying I'm a stalker fan, like I stalker fan you, like I love your work, I'm a stalker fan. And like, again, it sounds harmless because everyone's so conditioned to like say this term. And like, again, I was at one point guilty of it as well. But then once I found out what it actually meant, I refrained from saying this because of, again, of the negative connotation behind it. So um, the next time you might want to like, you want to say, I'm a stan of your work, you know, just say, hey, I'm a big fan of your work. Or you can say terms like, hey, I like what you do. Keep going. Give them some like words of encouragement, some affirmations, but just try to refrain from saying I'm a stalker fan and I like your work because that won't come out as well once you actually like translate it and it, it sounds kind of um, concerning <laughs> and you might get the cops called on you. So be careful with that. Alrighty. So the next slogan that I often hear, this was again told to me by so many people along my way. And um, I didn't necessarily know what it meant, but like, I mean, once you put two and two together, it kind of makes sense, but it's show me your company and I'll tell you who you are. So I'm not going to lie for like years, I would just say it and really not know what it meant. Um, Because again, like I said, I heard other people say it. I thought it sounded great. I thought it sounded very like words of wisdom, (laughs) which they are. It's, it is words of wisdom. However, it's, you, you have to know the meaning behind it in order to actually convey it to other people otherwise it just simply does not make any sense so pretty much show me your company and I tell you who you are it pretty much means whoever you're hanging out with that's your influence that's your posse and most likely you'll turn out to be like those same exact people so the next time you hear like show me your company and I'll tell you who you are don't think of McDonald's don't think of Burger King don't think of DSW or Macy's it's not an actual company It's about literally the people you keep in your inner circle, your friends, your family, your group. Okay. (laughs) So uh, the next time you hear that statement, just remember this and now you know what it means. Alrighty guys. So the next expression that I often hear, and by the way, often say, which true story, 
It wasn't up until about a few weeks ago when I really took out the time to be like, hey, let me research this and figure out what it actually means. But I could have had like a better, like I could have dug a little deeper with this. So the term ignorance is bliss. So obviously the word bliss means happiness and ignorance means like lack of knowledge. So I just put it together. I'm like, oh, that means like you're happy as long as you don't know, which by the way is true, but it also means like you're better not knowing like you're better off not knowing about this because you if you find out your world's going to turn upside down type thing so I would often walk around and tell people I'm like if like let's say they don't do their work and I'd be like ignorance is bliss I said that in the wrong like context because like it's not that they just simply just don't want to learn like that's laziness that's like not even like ignorance that's pure laziness because they refuse to do their work and I know that they know it and they could put in the effort to know it so it wasn't ignorance I and I literally used it in the wrong context it literally means just like you're better off not knowing but I would say it so incorrectly but now that I know what it means um I can share this with you guys and most of you probably know what that meant already and you're like Jojo what is wrong with you like you went years decades down the line and you never thought to google ignorance is bliss yeah you know hey i i had chores (laughs) i had chores i had to babysit okay i had um planes to catch i'm kidding i don't go anywhere (laughs) but no literally like you know but now that i know these things you know i can kind of like give people like some hints and like kind of help them out and then you know help myself out in the process too Alrighty guys, so last but not least, um, I have this last term here, which by the way, this term is what inspired me to talk about this topic, and I definitely wanted to save it for last because this is a common flaw when it comes to us Americans, and we need to be thrown in the river <laughs> for this. I'm kidding, by the way, but the term ooh-la-la, so when we hear ooh-la-la, we think of wonderful, magnificent, glorious, amazing, beautiful, right? You know, chef kiss, like, awesome. However, um, I, I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news here, but ooh-la-la is, is nothing of um, anything positive. It's actually a negative thing. So most French speakers or people who live in France, when they utilize this term, it normally means like they're in some deep crap, like something bad has happened and now like they need help. Like they, they're in a sticky situation and they need to get out. So when they say ooh-la-la, it's not like ooh-la-la, like wonderful. It's like ooh-la-la, oh shoot, like oh my gosh, like, this is bad. (laughs) And so literally, I was in French class, and when my professor told everyone that, everyone, it was like dead silent. Like, if someone dropped a pen on the floor, you would be able to hear it. We were all, like, experiencing that secondhand embarrassment. You know, it felt like a beautiful congregation. Like, we all got together and was like, wow, you understand me. I understand you. We all messed up. Like, literally, it was this exact term that inspired me to do this topic. I kid you not. I'm just like, oh my gosh, like that opened my eyes. I'm like, you know, what else am I saying wrong? Like, what else are people saying incorrectly? <laughs> because at this point, this is an embarrassment. This <laughs> this is like absolutely illicit because like this should not even be allowed for us. Like um, Americans or not just Americans, but anybody for that matter should not utilize terms we don't know because eventually once we come head on and face to face, with that said term and let's say someone like I said knows what's happening and what's going on and you're there pretending like you're a know-it-all and like you're it it turns out bad (laughs) so um that is the end of this episode guys um I know it was kind of short but it was also like short and sweet kind of cut to the chase I wanted to make it more fun like I said a little interesting um 
you know, we will, of course, dig into some more serious topics as the time goes on. But as of now, you know, we're going to keep everything neutral and everything kind of fun. And things that I feel would be, like I said, I always say applicable. That's my favorite word, apparently applicable to um, people's lives and stuff. So um, that's the end of this episode. If you guys want to ask me questions or just like have comments or concerns, you can email me at all that Jojo knows dot podcast at gmail.com. I am available. Um, I'm probably, you know, trying to still dilute that bleach, but aside from that, I am available and I will respond to you if you choose to contact me. So don't worry about that. So, um, I will see you guys on episode four and that's all for today. Bye guys.